It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Today's podcast is brought to you by Legacy Advantage. It's a new year, time to start thinking about preparing for tax season. As an entrepreneur, you want to make sure the experts do your bookkeeping so you can spend more time focusing on your company. That's why at VancouverEntrepreneur.ca, we use the bookkeeping services of Legacy Advantage. They make sure our books are accurate and done right so we can focus on BC entrepreneurs. This tax season, make sure you call 778-785-6879 or go to legacyadvantage.ca and see how better bookkeeping equals peace of mind and more profits. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to you today with VancouverEntrepreneur.ca where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in British Columbia. Darian Kovacs brings over 15 years of experience in marketing, communications, and public relations. Throughout his career, he has also been a founder and board member of various foundations and charitable organizations. Through his award-winning company, Jelly Marketing, Darian has worked with various local, national, and global brands building and executing on their digital and PR strategies. He's been featured in BC Business Magazine, Business in Vancouver, and on the Canada Post training circuit. Okay, Darian, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Well, uh, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's an honor. Great. Okay, I want you to tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, and give us the details on your current business. For sure, yeah. I'm currently living in Fort Langley, historic Fort Langley, the birthplace of British Columbia. And I, I have a family out here. i got a uh, wife and three little kids, so I got a ten-year-old, three-year-old, two-year-old, and a little baby on the way in March. And uh, and my business that I'm working on is uh, Jelly Marketing. So we do digital marketing and PR uh, for various brands. Great. Okay. Now, did you need financing to start Jelly? Uh, and how do you currently make money in your business now? Yeah, we started off just really bootstrapping. So it was just myself. And then I got to the point where I could hire one more staff member. And we were really just going project to project and just really slow growth. And then it was kind of the whole chicken and egg as we saw clients come in. We were mostly based on retainers. And so because of that, it allowed us to know that we had a good runway of, you know, six months to a year of, of income coming in. And so the way we make money is just is those is is typically retainers. So a brand will engage with us on uh, uh, you know x amount of dollars a month, and then we'll provide services. We'll do typically their digital ad spend, and these days more and more do their advertorial ad spend, which is the buying advertorial for for PR, and then uh, whatever after paying our uh, you know lease and. You know, all the expenses that go along with uh, having an office and an agency and staffing costs, and hopefully there's some there's something left over at the end of the day. Great. Now, what year did you start? We started just about five years ago, so that would be 2012. Wow. So it's been growing ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. What is the long-term vision, and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada? Yeah, so we're um, about 17 staff right now, and our focus has always been slow growth and making sure we got the right fit and the right clients coming in. So essentially, because it's not one-off projects or short seasonal projects, and again, we, we have those and we take those on and, and, and they're great, but typically we're looking for really good long-term partners that we can be with for years to come. And, and the hope is, again, getting our staff up to about 25 uh, people out here in the Valley and just having a good core group of staff and core group of clients that will continue to see us kind of doing really quality work and ideally staying at more of a boutique level where we're able to do some really creative projects, some out of the box things, some strange things and some, you know, take some risks as we build uh, trust with our clients. And, and from day one, you know, even though we were based in Vancouver, we were taking on PR projects with brands that were based in Toronto and other parts of the world, just because they were looking for someone on the ground to do the work for them. And typically because of digital ads and social, because they're online, uh, a lot of our clients aren't all based in uh, Vancouver. So although we do have a lot of clients in Vancouver and in the Fraser Valley, uh, we also have some clients in Toronto uh, and other parts of the world. Okay. Great. Well, we've learned a bit about you and your company, but we want to talk a bit about doing business in BC. What are the biggest benefits for you and being an entrepreneur here in Vancouver, BC? I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but I also want you to give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a, you know, BC small business um, is actually, I think, a pretty cool organization. So they they have a physical office right at the waterfront station in Vancouver, so accessible by SkyTrain. And they have so many amazing resources, whether it's resources online, um, you know, books that you can borrow, workshops that they put on. They have people that will walk you through uh, registering your business name, registering your business. You know, I think that the province makes it really easy and accessible and affordable to, to start a business, you know, both to register the name in Victoria and to register your business number. And then you, we have banks and, and credit unions uh, that also make it really affordable. So, you know, Coast Capital Savings and Van City um, make it really easy for someone to start up a small business account uh, that makes it affordable and easy for them to, to get going. And then organizations in BC like Futurepreneur uh, provide a really great um you know, grant of the $15,000 and they provide a mentor and some really great programs. And, and just in Vancouver alone, just the startup community and the mentors that are available is, is pretty rich. And so we, uh, we're in a pretty amazing place here. Um, in, you know, if you have a business and are wanting to start a business and, and some of the other benefits of course, too, is, you know, we, we work a lot in the building development sector. It's a really, you know, you know, frothy market right now and it's doing really well. And so it's been great for us as we continue to work in that sector. So, uh, and of course, tourism, if you're looking to do something in the tourism market, and again, a great place to be here in BC. Um, so again, uh, those two markets are doing really well and not going anywhere. Um, so what are the tough things that you've faced since you've started your company? Yeah, I'd say the big one is the head offices for a lot of brands are in Toronto. Okay. So when we're trying to approach brands or if we have dream clients we want to work with, a lot of them are based in Toronto and typically work in their backyard and want to work with other Toronto PR agencies or Toronto, um, you know, companies that they're familiar and comfortable with. So we, you know, we're constantly feeling the pressure to open up a Toronto office 
or we feel the pressure to, you know, um, travel out to Toronto to try to, to win over business out there. So we've chosen, though, to stay in BC and just have one office and, and manage all the staff within our one space. Uh, but again, it's it's just the what we're dealing with here in the West. Uh, the other piece, too, of course, is, you know, there's I've worked both in Toronto and in Vancouver. And so, you know, in Vancouver, there's a little more relaxed tone when it comes to deadlines and, you know, showing up to meetings and things like that. And so, um, again, trying to get stuff done quickly and a little more aggressively. You don't see it, um, you know, with our West Coast vibes as much as maybe you'd see it in Toronto or New York. Okay. Now, we do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the lower mainland, well, actually in Fort Langer, close to where you live or work, where you like to go <laughs> recharge or get inspired or just think about your business? And does it change with the season considering all the rain we get here? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I personally, I love going for runs. So I'll go to, we have a place called Bray Island here in Fort Langley that I'll run around. Uh, when I was living in the city, I was often riding my bike. So I'd often ride my bike you know, over the seawall and I was commuting between Gastown and Coal Harbor. So just a really short commute, but it was just a nice way to kind of end the day riding along the ocean there and just breathing it in. And definitely in the summer hitting the ocean and, you know, sitting at the beach, taking in the breeze, um, building sandcastles with the kids. And here for me being in the valley, we usually go down to the Fraser River, again, Bray Island and uh, play on the beach there for just some recharge time. Great. Okay. Now we have a lot of international listeners. So this next question, I want you to speak to them. Mm-hmm. If you were to start all over again and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone, yeah. well, what would you do? How would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Hmm. That's a, that's a good question. I would definitely like there's, um, you know, it, it depends on the vertical that I'm working in, but if my specific business, you know, I would definitely join a group like Vancouver Board of Trade or one of the Chamber of Commerce groups. Um, I would join the Terminal City Club or the Vancouver Club and find a mentor and just find people who have gone before me who are super smart, have been there, have made a lot of mistakes, and I want to learn from their mistakes and, and grow from there. I'd find a really good bookkeeper and a really good accountant right away just make sure that we've got really good infrastructure and getting good numbers and the financials are all organized really well and i'd probably put together a really good advisory board so whether they're a paid board or a volunteer board but an advisory board that could come around my business and help me navigate some of the changes and ups and downs in business and you know hopefully they'll be champions for uh, the work that i'm doing okay what does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day? I like I, I see again having a two and a three year old in the home. The mornings are a bit more you know peculiar, but I uh, you know there's this couple apps that I really like. There's this one called uh, Pray As You Go. Uh, it's a really cool one. So it's like a kind of a twelve to 14 minute meditation in the morning that I uh, kind of helps center me and kind of get me focused on the day. Uh, I typically do like, uh, you know, if today's the 10th, I'll try to kind of read the Psalm or Proverb uh, of the day that goes along with the number of the day. So the Psalm 10 or Proverbs 10, kind of a nice way to, to start the day. Um, eat some yogurt or have some sort of breakfast item. And then from there, you know, spend time with the girls and my son. I uh, usually take him to school. Um, yeah, if I can get a run in typically in the summer, I've got like a double stroller. So I'll put the girls in the stroller and go for a run in the morning if I can. And in the summer, if it's nice out and I can get up early enough, I'll sometimes go for a little swim at the outdoor pool 
that's uh, here at Langley. Sounds like you got the work-life balance going on there, which is great for an entrepreneur. I think that's well, try and try. Yeah. No, it's the constant wrestle. So even for us, it's just having a book time, like finding you know babysitters and family that'll watch the kids, and we can get away. So again, for all the international listeners out there, the Gulf Islands are a gem that you need to visit. So whether it's Salt Spring or Pender or Galliano, it's just like these magical islands uh, just off the coast that are great getaways. So my wife and I try to get there when we can. Yeah, one of my favorite is Hornby. I always love going yeah. to Hornby Island. Okay, cool. Do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired differently? I think it's, I, I don't know if, you know, there's all sorts, probably all sorts of adjectives you could use, but I think there's resiliency. And, I, and I've met a lot of entrepreneurs who are very maybe conservative and very formal or a little more calm, but, but they have this deep-rooted resiliency would be one word I'd say. Or, or maybe another word would be fortitude. Or or more common word used is is courage. So people with the you know the fortitude and the courage to you know stand up against um, you know opposition or are pioneering new things or kind of you know walking against the wind that's blowing against them. I think that's uh, they need to have that vision and uh, yeah fortitude. Yeah. I can't uh, can't think of another word. What books are you reading now and why, or even audiobooks, and can you recommend any books for our listeners who also are aspiring entrepreneurs? You know what? I, uh, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Malcolm Gladwell, so I've, uh, I can't you know, can encourage people to read The Tipping Point more than enough, probably one of his best books he's ever written. Uh, whether you know, you're a business owner or you're in marketing, it just gives some great insight for seeing how businesses and trends and uh, – Ideas can grow. Uh, another book that I, I love, um, you know, I'm a big historical fiction guy, so I love reading kind of the history of you know different leaders and folks like Genghis Khan or Julius Caesar or you know some of the stuff that happened in England. So I'm that's kind of where I geek out on. Uh, but podcast these days, been listening to Malcolm Gladwell's podcast. Uh, it's been really cool. Just he kind of opens up different stories about French fries to history and kind of looks at history called revisionist history with a different perspective. Uh, I really like, uh, again, it's another Canadian Terry O'Reilly as a podcast called under the influence. Uh, again, two podcasts that I, I really enjoy, uh, listening to, but as far as books, I haven't, I haven't read a great business book that I've, I've fallen in love with or that I constantly am promoting or encouraging people to read besides, uh, the tipping point. Yeah, it's a great yeah. book. Yeah, I do like. I do have a few books. Like I have some books that just on a personal level, like being someone who's more of a doer and active and always go go going. Like I have a book that I really really recommend and enjoy. That's all about like learning to find quiet and peace and finding contentness in who I am as a person versus just the stuff I do. So that book, again, called Intimacy with the Almighty, has been a, a real game changer and life changer for me as far as where does my identity come from, who am I, whether my business is doing bad or good, you know, who am I and, and where do I find my worth. Right. Now, any online or offline tools that you like to use on a daily basis? Um, I, uh, Gmail, I'm still a big fan of. And so Gmail has a thing called Google Apps that lets you brand your Gmail. So, um, that's kind of my go-to app that I use a lot. I use the Google calendar, uh, as an agency, we use Basecamp. So we're using the Basecamp two, not the newer 
upgraded version of Basecamp 3, but we stick on Basecamp 2. Um, big fan of Google Sheets and Google Docs, so being able to do collaborative work that way. Um, yeah, th- those are just some of the ones. We, we use Slack internally more for, like, fun and organizing lunch and more kind of, you know, client wins and kind of more social reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on my own phone, I'm a big – there's a, actually a parking app in Vancouver called Pay by Phone. It's one of my favorite apps these days because it's just having to pay for parking in Vancouver just makes it really easy and a, a really great app to, to get your parking taken care of. Yeah. And, yeah, and again, I'm a big Instagram fan. I love the app. I love what you can do with Instagram these days with stories and uh, boomerang and, and all the crazy features with the filters now and the face filters. I love it. So huge fan. And uh, yeah, Amazon. I like buying stuff on Amazon. They make it really easy. So those are some of the apps I, I mostly use on my phone okay. and, my, and my computer. Great. Now, Vancouver, B.C. is a very beautiful place. It's a very lifestyle-driven uh, province. So we want to talk a little bit about that. How do you balance work and how do you relax and not even think about work? And what are your favorite activities to do here in B.C. with or without your family? Do you ski, bike, kayak, golf, hike, or simply go for a drive? Yeah, what do it? You know, I, I go on dates with my wife. So... You know, we, you know, when we get a sitter, we go out and, you know, go to a restaurant, go out, you know, down to the beach. We go to Deep Cove. We love Deep Cove. It's a beautiful place. You can hike around there and go for a walk along the water. We go to Crescent Beach, which is in White Rock. Again, another great beach to go to. Uh, Yeah, what do we like? We don't, again, just being with a young family, it's not, again, going to the beaches is, is a big adventure in and of itself. So that's become more my recreational activities these days Uh, and mostly socializing with friends we've got a little fire pit out on our deck and we have people over so that's more uh more how we're finding ourselves uh hanging out these days okay if you weren't doing what you do now what would you Mm -hmm. like what would you like to do for a profession a hotel concierge or a uh bartender at like a nice bar like poorhouse or uh you know the kefir so you're an extrovert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. Uh, bookkeeping, clerical, uh, house painting. Those are a couple ones I definitely would not be good at. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? Hmm. I don't, I don't really. I, maybe I have one. I like I like the idea of art and science. So what is it like? Like the work we do is how do you mix art and science? So creative with data. So you know, data driven creative is a lot of the stuff we talk about at, at Jelly and the work we do. So how do we continually be informed by all the data and the stats that we're we have access to these days, but continue to let that inform really good creative? And how do we like really good creative and really cool projects and campaigns? also be measured by the data and, and how do those worlds collide and kind of feed into each other. Okay. What is your, also, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And also probably there's a great TV show for kids called, um, the magic school bus. And Miss Frizzle has this saying where it's like, every time the kids jump out of the school bus, she tells them to like, get messy, make mistakes and have fun. And I'm a huge fan of people making mistakes and messing up and then learning from that. And you know, how do you grow from that? What is your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? Uh huh. I am busy. I just don't like the word, the B word. Busy is the one. 
That yeah. Okay. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Huh. Yeah, I, I, I am just me. I don't know. I've never, I've never thought enough about myself to describe. I, I don't know. I need to think on that one. That's a good one, huh? We got you there. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, uh, I, I. That's. I, I don't know. I, I am me. Okay, maybe we'll come back to that. Yeah. yeah. What keeps you up at night, if anything? You know, what? I nothing, nothing at all. I, I sleep. I go. I hit the pillow and I'm out cold. Your day starts. Your days start early, right? So. No, not always. But I know. But when I'm when it's time for bed, it's time for bed. So I put my head down and I'm just I'm gone. Stay of the world. Stay company. Nothing like that. What's this? Stay of the world. We're having anything like that. Worldly issues. Pondering ideas. Thinking about no. Your, the world. No. No? no, I just sleep and I dream and I like I'm, I'm gone and I rest and I and then I wake up and I'm like ready to go. So good. Okay, I want you to give us the top three things on your inspired life list. This could be a bucket list of any sort, whether you want to travel more, write books, whether you want to do a TEDx talk, philanthropy, anything like that. Huh? I'd still like I I know there's some stuff I'd love to do anonymously, so I'd like I, it's not a public bucket list. Like there's some stuff I'd love to you know a little quiet, cool projects I'd love to get involved with and and do, but like publicly, I feel like I want to continue to see Jelly just continue to be to grow steady. So it's a goal of mine. Like we continue to grow in a slow and steady way. So there's this magazine called Fast Company. I want to be slow company, right? And just grow like slow and steady and deep. And, and we just have some good trusted relationships with our clients. So I think that's where, um, I think that's one of my biggest goals is that the company is just has a really good foundation and really good roots. So, and that we can continue to employ people and, you know, treat them really well and, and create an environment with a really good culture and, and, and good, strong values. Okay. Do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs in Vancouver and throughout BC? Yeah, I think there's a saying, truth always wins in the end. So I think, you know, if you've, you know, if you've done the right thing and you can sleep well at night and, you know, I think no matter what people say about you or, or want to try to throw on you or no matter if people are having a bad day and they try to take it out on you, it's like, figure out a way to get duck oil on your back. So if you ever see ducks swimming around or, you know, diving down, if you get to Stanley Park, uh, you know, the water just streams off their backs. And so, you know, what, where can you find duck oil so that you can live without being hindered and burdened by, you know, constant, the constant opinions of others. Um, there's an amazing book. It's one of my favorite books in the whole world called You Are Special by Max Licato. And it's about these wooden people who, you know, have figured out how they can, you know, live without the opinions of others, you know, causing them to be, uh, causing their identity to be uh, transfixed by, you know, whether they're getting a dot or a star sticker. So again, as an entrepreneur, I think our job is to be resilient. Our job is to forge through, you know, I think the, you know, bad things of life and the thing the problems that we see and the problems that we want to solve. And so if we can continue to stay focused and, you know, not be hindered by that stuff, I think that's the best advice I've uh, I could give or, or and have been given is to uh, to know that that truth always wins in the end. You know, you know who you are, and so not to worry if people are trying to take you down or 
you know, throw stuff on your back because, you know, you're going to be okay. Yeah. So if, if, if you, if you, if you've lived well and you've done the right thing by people. Yeah. It could be tough though. Sometimes Ken, like sometimes just letting it fall off like that. I mean, sometimes it lingers for a bit or it just to be able to compartmentalize and just say, okay, that doesn't bother me anymore. I mean, that's, that's almost a skill level, right? Because there's so many things that go on, but, uh, Oh, it's, it's so many things. I think, and I think that the core of it and like, 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 you know, you talk about exercising your core, the core of it is, you know, where do you find your value? Where do you find your worth? Where do you find your identity? And just, it's going to that place and meditating on that and remembering that and having that kind of wash over you. Right. The, the other advice I got was like, you know, have a really good bookkeeper, like a bookkeeper, like as much as you're, you know, entrepreneurs are entrepreneurial and, and, you know, I've been a part of starting up a bunch of ventures, like your bookkeeper is your best friend when they can give you the data and the numbers so that you can continue to grow and develop your business with really good uh, numbers that can help you stay on track. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's obviously one of the key employees or staff members to have on your side to make sure that everything's running accordingly. And Because uh, you can't be diving into it all the time, right? So you need someone oh. there to can report to you on that. Yeah, and I'd say also find a mentor. Like Again, I, since I was a kid, it was drilled into me, like find a good mentor that's smarter, wiser, you know, has, has scars and bruises that they can you know, tell you about. And so I think that's continually been a part of my life where I've sought out older, way smarter people than me. And they, it's been the you know, most helpful, best thing I've ever done as far as learning from, uh, from their mistakes and, and growing in a lot of areas where I'm, where I'm really weak. And they've been either able to help me get stronger in those areas or help me figure out how to find um, staff and people I can put around me to, to hire uh, for my weak spots. Okay, great. Okay, Darren, you ready to have some fun? Sure. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, as you know, entrepreneurs are very, very busy people. Lots going on. We got staff, we got clients, you name it. We're uh, very busy people, but we're going to take you away from all that. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one mm-hmm. phone booth there. There is no internet. We're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located there anytime to call the boat and we'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? And what would you do while you were there? Huh, that's a great question. I would, uh, I'd probably miss my family after a while there, after a little bit there. It'd be, it'd be a nice little, like, break, though, for a bit. Some, like, kind of solitude and silence and quiet. Well, if you want, so, you can take them with you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you can take them with you. There's just no internet there. So, okay, I'm taking them with me. You can take whatever Maybe. you want. There's just, you're just not going to be able to dial up or go into check your email or Facebook. Yeah. And I think, I think maybe, again, this is part of entrepreneurial, like I, I business, I'm trying to, we're trying to get to the point where my business can operate without me right now. But I think like maybe a week is what we can do right now. Cause I do have an ops director and he's able to run things really well. And we have incredible account managers, but I'm still, uh, I'm still in the business. I'm not at the point yet where I'm like, I've pulled myself out and I'm, I'm not needed or necessary. So Give me a nice week vacation. I take it. Give me a week with my family. I'd love it. Yeah, you be would, a gift. You'd miss the internet, though, wouldn't you? No, not at all. No, no. no I, 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 I cherished gift. <laughs> I, I went to this campsite a little while ago, just outside Maple Ridge. Um, I wrote a little article about it, but I was like, it was a no cell, no internet 
campsite and I went there with my son, just the two of us. And it was like such an incredible gift to like be totally, completely disconnected for, for three days. And, and, you know, it was what it was like when I was a kid, there was no internet and there was no, you know, cell phones. And so when we went camping, it was camping. So it just felt like such a great time to be present uh, with my son and, and be present, you know, at the campground. Great. It was, it was a gift. Yeah. It was a rare gift. That's no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't take those enough. I need to try to practice Sabbath and taking, uh, you know, a day off a week where I disconnect myself from the phone and internet and work stuff. But it's a, it's a constant battle, I'd say, to practice Sabbath in, in my life, I'd say. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap things up here. So, Darian, how can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Um, you can visit anytime at jellymarketing.com. All the info's there and on all the socials. Um, and my, yeah, Google my name and I'm sure you'll find me out there. And, uh, no, I, it's, you know, anyone in Vancouver or the world that's doing some entrepreneurial ventures, you know, kudos, you know, it's, you're, you're fighting the good fight and, you know, you're, you're taking a risk and you're, you know, putting yourself out there. So man, good for you. And, uh, it's a, it's a fun community and group of people to be connected with. Okay, fantastic. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you, and I'm sure listeners have as well. Cool. Thanks, Robert. Great. We'll see you next time. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the VancouverEntrepreneur.ca podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes, and then connect with us on Twitter at VanCityPodcast and like us on Facebook, and you'll get all the latest news, including the BC Weekly Business Report, where you can find out more about what's going on in this fabulous product of ours. See you next time.